Don't drop the dinosaur, Daddy. Oh, my God, that tastes so good. Hello and welcome to Bitecast, the podcast serving up the freshest and tastiest of food-related banter. Please take a seat and grab a drink as you are in for a treat. I am Brendan White, your head chef for this evening. and can be often found raiding pantries or on the socials at Brendan A. Bit. And my sous chef for this episode is one of my most favourite people who you've heard co-hosting The Hungry Gamers with yours truly for well over half a decade. Ugh. She's my podcast writer, die, avid Destiny superfan and SVU savant. You can find her on them socials at Miss Allie Hart. Allie, welcome to the kitchen. What's cooking, my friend? Oh, my God. I love that intro. I love also what's associated with me, destiny and crime. Um, Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, joining me here on Bitecast. It's it's very exciting. It's it's something different than our usual uh, THG uh, infotainment. It's, It's still informative and entertaining but uh you know we're taking the the word hungry out of the hungry gamers and just uh drilling deep today on bitecast so it's going to be fun to uh get your thoughts and responses to these four primary questions but uh yeah what else has been going on not much not much i'm i'm food related it's sad but i'm kind of on a diet kick now so I'm, i'm in that really sad times where you kind of start counting counting your calories and watching what you eat and all that sad, sad stuff, but it's for, it's for the greater good. Summer is coming. I, I get it. And you don't have to worry. This podcast contains zero calories. So uh, oh, you, can be, you can be here and consuming this for as long as you like with no, uh, no long-term side effects to your health, maybe mental health, potentially, if you listen to it for too long. But uh, yeah, you should, you should leave this uh, episode well-fed and satisfied, hopefully, and uh, also the listeners. Uh, we'll do our best to get this episode to you in 30 minutes or less, but fear not if we do not, and it uh, arrives a little later after that, it's fine because then the episode is free. free. So you've got nothing to worry about. But Miss Hart, have you got any other questions, comments, concerns, or should we just roll on straight into question number one? I'm hungry. Let's go. God, me too, actually. Me too. All right, question number one. What food-related item or dish would you compare yourself to and why? Hmm. I had to think about this one because there's like, do you pick your favorite foods? Do you associate, you know, foods that you like and your favorite foods? Or do you like dive deep and find foods that maybe you don't like, but just are very similar to you? But I, I was able to land on lava cake. Lava I, cake. Okay. I am a lava okay. cake because... A lava cake is dark, it's, you know, got a mysteriously kind of evil name, but once you break through the centre, it's just a soft, warm, you know, gooey bit inside, so it's kind of like me. I think on the exterior I kind of seem a bit rough and unapproachable, but if you're lucky enough to break through that little, that wall, you'll just find out I'm a big old soft thing. I, um, you know, I've, I've known you for the majority of my adult life, and, and I think that is a perfect food to... uh to describe yourself yeah like a lava cake like it's it's got a lot of intrigue and mystery it's it's often yeah a, a darker you know chocolate base and you're like oh what, what's that i want to know more but like what's in there how do how do i crack that tough exterior and then yeah you get in there and then you just find out you're a big old gooey emotional softy with a big old heart so uh I like that. Now I'm thinking about lava cake at nine in the morning. Like, is it too Pretty early good. to have lava cake? No, it's 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 a sweet. You can have sweets any time of the day. <laughs> yum, 
Yum. It's it's tough though. Like not everybody can execute the the lava cake. It is a complex though. dish, so I think that also works in my <laughs> in regards to myself. It has to be well timed. Yeah, that's also that's my, true. Very my, uh, punctual. Very punctual. Otherwise, that lava just becomes. Is it? Would it be molten by then? What's what's after it when it hardens? So I guess like because you bake it, and then if the chocolate just gets too oozy, then it will seep into the cake. Yeah, and then you crack it open, and it's just Nothing. moisture cake, really, <laughs> with a hollow enter. Yeah. <laughs> also, like me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as long as you're well baked on the day, it's it's fine. But uh, yeah, if, if if you're late or someone is causing you to be late, that uh, that yeah, soft that in- exterior, it's gone. An angry cake alley is there. Yeah. Then we've got a devil food cake. Oh, yum! So many cakes, so little time. <laughs> fun. Oh. I was going to say, fun fact, I'm actually not a big fan of cake, but there you go. Really? Yeah. Really? What um, What is it that you don't like about cake? I just think you get burned by cake so much. And I like for the for the majority of cake that I eat and consume, it's always just, just dry. It's crumbly. It, it's messy. Um, there's nothing really that complex to it. So I mm-hmm. usually like if like birthday, I like I don't want I don't want a cake. And if I do, then just like get me cheesecake or an ice cream cake. I don't want, Ooh, you know, crumbly yeah. mess. Yeah, I'd, I'd gravitate towards a slice of cheesecake or like a pie over traditional cake every time. But yeah, I feel you. It's hard to it's hard to execute a perfectly moist cake. And I hate that word describing it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's leave that word in the review mirror and jump into question number two. And that is... What is your guilty pleasure or pleasures if you've got multiple? Uh, feel free to share. Well, okay, so this is just a this is actually a bad angle after me saying I'm not a big fan of cake. But one of my guiltiest pleasures, like one thing that I absolutely crave, love, and especially if it's done right, it's it's bad if you do it wrong. But I love a good tiramisu, mm-hmm. like like Your coffee cake. Oh, like, yeah, and that's obviously it, right? It's the coffee cake, but it's, it's, if it's done right, it just like melts. It's just absolute perfection. Um, so that's always one of my guilty pleasures. Like, and I will test a place out. Like, heaven forbid, if you serve me a bad tiramisu, you will be cursed. I've only tried to make one once and it did not go well. Like, I, um, I used to work with a guy a few jobs back who was, um, Italian, um, shout out to, to Giorgio. And, uh, he, he, he gave me his uh, family recipe and oh, I think sweet. I might have either didn't follow a step properly or it was just a bit too fast and loose and um, I did his family dirty, I got to oh, say, because no. I, I tried it beforehand and it was phenomenal, hence why I asked for the recipe. But uh, yeah, I did not make a cake that would have made Giorgio proud, that's for sure. But uh, I don't mind a bit of coffee cake, that's for sure. Coffee cake? All that cake. cream. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just a, it's like the perfect mix of everything. Cause like I'm I'm a mousse fan. I like chocolate mousse, but tiramisu is like this like next level up with the incorporation of like the biscuit. So it's like one of my like favorite things. Oh yeah. And any other guilty pleasures you got you want to share? <laughs> Sounding like Garfield here, but I absolutely love a fucking meat lasagna. <laughs> Like, I will hammer down. And I am not picky either. Like, you could probably give me, like, a nasty lasagna from, like, a cafeteria and I'll be about it. Like, I can't even explain it. It, it is one of the best foods to eat. Like, oh, I'm with you. Like, and, and in, in its essence, it's, it's simple. It's, like, meat, pasta layer, pasta, some cheese, cheese yeah. some sauce, more meat, you know, 
rinse repeat till till you're done really and it's special like have you got a if there's a big old fresh lasagna out of the oven in front of you right now where is the piece you're cutting like where's your dream piece oh, no, is it a I corner need, i need a, i need a corner yeah i need i need where the pasta kind of has you know at the top has maybe been exposed a little too long so you've got some crispy cheese you've got the pasta kind of curling oh. to away like oh and then you've got obviously you can work towards the center if you want more soft like smooshy area so you get the best of both worlds the corners are definitely the the king or the queen when it mm. comes to a good lasagna even like and what you touched on briefly there too was even buying those ones from like a woolies you know the mccain Love ones i can them. slap one of them little single serve ones down from the microwave or whatever and still be very happy that when like i lived out of home and in like this shitty area of sydney and with barely any money and i would get like the home brand lasagna single serve and it was it wasn't cheese i don't know what it was i don't know <laughs> what kind of meat it was but i loved it <laughs> It was great. It was something that I used to love to eat all the time. So not a stickler. Absolutely love lasagna. Yeah, me too. I, I thinking thinking out loud now. I haven't had lasagna in a good long time, and that makes me sad now. I think about it. Yeah, uh, bless my husband. Like I like the other day, I was like, I really want lasagna. So we went to Costco and got a massive Ooh. Costco lasagna, and it, yeah, was it wouldn't great. It would barely fit in the boot. Like I've seen <laughs> them ones at Costco, and they are huge. Like you could feed a family of twenty board. with one yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, um, have have you cooked it up yet? Oh yes, yeah, it, it didn't last the day. <laughs> it was cooked the same day with more breakfast lasagna, afternoon yes. tea lasagna, lunch lasagna, dinner Hangover lasagna. lasagna. Oh, it's, oh it's my god, amazing! And and it's one of those like as with most Italian based or pastry dishes, it reheats really well. Like the exactly. second day, it's just as good, maybe even a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it sounds bad, but it's like kind of, it's gotten some solidness to it now. So you're reheating it and you're kind of getting, you know, it's, it's oh, mm. oh, God, now I'm going to want lasagna now. What's uh what's your usual accompaniment? Like if you were to have a big, big slab of lasagna in front of you, are you like a, a salad on the side, gal? You want some garlic bread or are you just garlic like, bread. give me that big meatloaf? Like, like to be, to be fair, my square of lasagna usually takes up the entire plate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But if I'm lucky and there's like some kind of like garlic bread or something on the side, I'm not. I'll I'll make room for that. Yeah, um, yeah. Garlic bread is uh, it's the it's the dream accompaniment for most things. Really, it doesn't judge. It'll it's it'll fair. slot in with anything. It's fair. Yeah. Mm, yum. Any other guilty pleasures, or should we jump into the next category? We could jump into the next category. I could probably go on about lasagna for too long. Yeah, I'm not going to be upset about that if we do. All right, so courtesy of the Brothers Osborne, we are indeed shooting from the hip, but the Ooh. questions aren't going to get asked later. They're going to get asked right goddamn now. <gasps> so, uh, yeah, these questions. Uh, so, so Miss Hart has been vetted and she knows question one, two, three, and four, but we are now wedging in shoot from the hip in between. So she has no idea what's going to come her way. So she hasn't had any time to prepare and sort of formulate some responses like she has for the other questions. Uh, but yeah. that's what makes it shoot from the hip. So are you ready to... Uh, Shoot from the hip, just grab the first answer that comes to mind, you know, pull out those words from the heart and throw them into a microphone. Yep, let's go. I'm going to make mistakes. Yeah, that's fine. No one's going to judge. I don't think there's any right or wrong oh, answers on food. this. it's food. People are going to judge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you've won the fan vote already with the lasagna love, so that might uh, might give you a bit of buffer between, uh, you know, breaking any hearts. All right, so the first one, 
We'll keep it pretty simple because I know you know you're a coffee fan, and it's um you know how do you have your coffee? What's your go-to coffee order? Uh oh, it's uh, that's no, that's difficult. It depends on the day because there's dessert coffee, there's morning coffee, there's the middle of the day coffee. Well, well, you well, let's let's explain all three. Let's explain all three. So let's all right, go. So the morning, morning coffee. The morning coffee is straight shot black espresso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's just the straight up, and usually it's probably you have one, and then you kind of gauge, do I need the second one? And then that's Fair. the morning. That's the morning coffee. Um, the daytime Lunch coffee, coffee. Yeah, day coffee. Now, obviously, depending on the temperature, either iced or hot. Um, mm-hmm. but it's generally like a latte, like a with almond milk or oat milk, or you know variants that isn't full unfortunately because you know the tummy doesn't like the love so yeah it's usually like a latte of some variety if i'm lucky with cinnamon or um with some kind of like cinnamon honey mix if possible or maple syrup oh yeah I'm li- I've that's, never that's, tried that's maple sweetener. syrup in my coffee, but that sounds good. Yeah, that's my sweetener. I know it's probably doesn't make sense, but like I don't really put sugar in anymore. Like that's my sugar. Like mm-hmm. either Nature's honey or maple sugar. syrup. Nature's sort of sugar, yeah. Mm. Straight All right, from the beef. dessert coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, so dessert coffee is usually I like a like a really fluffy cappuccino, and it has to be like big cup. Like it's it's cuddle worthy. It's like conversational. It's like. I'm holding this to like, you know, drink slowly and have a conversation. So, and, you know, in the long, like conversation, holding the coffee. So mm-hmm. it's usually like a dessert coffee. So it's usually a cappuccino are you, with um, chocolate. On, are you one of the uh, the cap fans that, that'll get the spoon and like eat the eat the froth off oh, the top of no. the cappuccino? No. A lot of people do. A lot Why? of people do. I grew up doing that just because seen my dad do them as a kid and you know you start on a baby chino which is just a cup of froth and then you upgrade to some coffee underneath there too so i I was trained as a young age to do it but i'll just sip through it now the froth is meant to be like a passage for the either dusting of chocolate or whatever the dusting is on top so every time you take a sip it comes down with it so you get the the froth and you get like the flavor as well when you take the sip I've, i've i've drunk many a cap and i've never once put that together to 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 understand why it all works that way. I was, yeah, for years just spooning that froth because it's delicious, by the way, especially when oh, you get a little is. bit of that I'm not coffee. That. I mean, a bit, bit of chalky on top there. But, yeah, maybe if I was to go back, because I'm, I'm more of a latte guy these days if I'm yeah. having a milked coffee, same as you. Like, I try and avoid the, the sugars. And I usually have them with oat milk because, yeah, full cream. I love full cream milk. We all but, love uh, it. my insides does not. So, exactly. Yeah. All right. This next question um, I want to know, like, what's the food or dish or dishes that you miss most from Australia? Like, obviously, for the listeners, Miss Hart is living very, very, very abroad over mm. in the US of A. So, you're not getting a lot of those Australian cuisines or snacks. You, you Obviously, you can find some over there. But what's, yeah. what's some that you miss the most? There's actually there's quite a few. I miss snacks. I miss tons of snacks. I miss shape, pizza shapes. I miss Tim Tams. Um, I just like, there's like little snacky things that they have that, you know, Australia has that I can't get access to here. So, there's a lot of snacks. Australian chocolate milk chocolate because the chocolate here sucks it's terrible it's disgusting food wise uh i miss i miss a barbecue like an aussie barbecue like i get access to american barbecue which is a different kind of thing but i miss an aussie barbecue of like some snags some steaks some chops like that just doesn't happen here Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of miss that. And then with, you know, the like potato bake, like th- that whole experience, I do kind of miss that. And I, I miss Lebanese food. 
I used to have a really good like Lebanese restaurant nearby and there's like just little things that they served and like because they serve it in bulk and then you get the bread and then you get the dips and everything like that that overall experience that's something like I have yet to see over here and I would I really really miss Mm, no I feel you there it's um it's tough going like living abroad and and little things you take for granted like yeah an Aussie barbecue like yeah. They can be really great, but for the most part, you know, the, the food you're eating is is not that amazing. Like, it's still great, but having that experience and that memory ingrained and, you know, American Q is, is yeah, a whole nother beast and it's yeah, a very special. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, but um, flipping the script a little bit and what's some foods or dishes that you have found yourself loving in America that wouldn't be typically found or experienced here in Australia? Um. I mean, this is less about America and more about just, like, my husband and, like, I guess being based here, but, like, Mexican food. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been exposed to, like, so many different things and different variations. And then me, myself, like, like cooking it myself, like, things of, like, asada, canitas, and then tacos, molitas. But uh, I never used to eat a burrito. I never ate a burrito until, like, you know, meeting my husband. Like, that authentic kind of taste... Um, I've got to say, though, I'm really hating junk food more being over here, like like the classic like burger and fries kind of combo. Everyone raves on about like In-N-Out and that sort of stuff. And I'm really finding myself being actually grossed out <laughs> by a lot of stuff here, like the Jack in the Box, Carl's Jr. Like there's just so much junk food and it just doesn't look good. It doesn't mm. look good anymore. That could be age as well. Maybe, maybe, but then uh, I'm slightly older than you and I still adore junk food very much, so who knows? But you're also on a health kick where I don't know what that word means. So, um, yeah, I need, <laughs> to, I need to get myself sorted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you, you touched on Tim Tams for a hot second then, and I think, yeah, that is it's one of the goat biscuits. But I wanted to know, as far as chocolate or if you wanted to expand that to you know any chocolate-covered-based thing such as a Tim Tam or other biscuit... Do you store those typically in the cupboard, in the fridge, or as some people I'm beginning to realize now, in the freezer? Whoever puts chocolate in the freezer either has a great dentist or just doesn't care about their chompers. So buy chocolate, like I've just bought it, goes in the cupboard. Second that you open it, um, and it like it's like like it's open and exposed, then it goes into the fridge. Um, unless it's a really hot day, then you really kind of have to figure out if it should be going straight to the fridge, but not in the freezer. You're mm. just you're just asking for pain. Yeah, Jono, Jono eats his Tim Tams from the freezer. Psychotic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like though that you you broke that down. It's like when the chocolate's sealed, cupboard. Once you've had a bit and it's cracked open, fridge. So I can see the the escalation process there. Uh, but yeah, I be- I just don't want hard chocolate that's going to hurt my teeth. Because when you um, expose like chocolate to the cold elements, it does change the flavor. That's true. That's true. So, I just don't want if there's gooey textures or softer textures inside. Typically, with a fridge, yeah, it hardens up, and that's what makes me the saddest. Like it does, but it, like no worse than like worse than the freezer. Yeah, that's very true. And if, if if I mean if worst case scenario, if you've got like a caramello and you've put it in the fridge and you think maybe it's gone a little bit too hard in the center, then just take it out. You know, quickly do something. And you know what? By the time it's in your hands, that body heat should have warmed it up by then. That's true. 
That's true indeed. It doesn't usually stay in my hands too long. That's the problem. It's just straight That's in my mouth. All right. Um, the next question. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Although... <laughs> Although I've actually been exposed twice over here to brown sugar ice cream, brown sugar Ooh, flavored ice cream. It's delicious, isn't oh, it? Oh my God, it is a sin. Um, and it's amazing and I'm bloody glad that I can't find it everywhere because I I would be double dieting right now. Um, so yeah, the special occasions, if I find brown sugar flavored ice cream, yes. But on most occasions, I will go for like a coffee ice cream. Mm, nice. Have you got a particular brand? Like if you were walking through the shops or whatever and you, no. you saw one of the ice cream fridges or freezers, I guess they'd be. No, I don't really have a brand. I actually try to stay away from ones that are crazy, like super like gourmet. Like mm -hmm. like they when they're like, oh, you can actually see the real pieces of chocolate in it. I don't care for that. Um, I, I just cut to the chase. If it has maybe a swirl in it, like a caramel swirl with coffee, then maybe okay. But I just like just straight up just, you know, coffee, coffee ice cream. What about if it was brown sugar swirl through coffee ice cream? Do you think oh, that would be the, my the Mount Rushmore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would need time alone. <laughs> All right. The, the last star shoot from the hip question, it's a two-parter. So the first question I'm going to ask is, what's your go-to or what's your favorite fast food chain? And that, what in, in essence I mean is, you know, something that's, national or international like you, you can drill deep and pick something from america that that listeners will know about but we're trying to avoid even though that lebanese restaurant you said that was great you know people love lebanese food but not many people probably it's okay i can answer mcdonald's one. okay mcdonald's, so McDonald's, McDonald's has never let me down <laughs> never and, and it rarely does like it pretty much next to never does like you know yeah. what you're going to get from mcadee's and um the follow-on question then is what's your go-to order from mcdonald's a uh, large quarter pounder meal um, with a extra cheeseburger. And then if I'm feeling really, you know, like a special day and I've earned it, then I get a large chocolate fudge sundae with extra fudge. Ooh, goddamn. That, that is a good meal right there. Yeah, that was my go-to. Guaranteed go-to. Mm. You see uh, McDonald's are now doing 40-pack nuggets here in Australia. You can buy 40 nuggets I, in one. Sadly, I, I'm pretty certain they do ridiculous amounts here, so nothing <laughs> surprises 100. me. <laughs> yeah. 100 for $5. Yeah. Do you want to upsize that? God, yeah, to those giant-ass buckets of Ooh, cola. That's what that, that's what, that's a pro of here, though. They do free ref refills on your soda. So you don't have to always worry about like, oh, I just finished my drink and the main meal isn't here yet. You know that person's coming around and refilling your drink and you just keep going at it. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's very dangerous. It's dangerous. And, and also too, in, in a lot of restaurants, they'll just keep topping up your bread. If you've got bread on the, on yeah, the table. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And, there's, and it's not just like generic tip-top white cut pieces of bread. Like there's all kinds of different artisanal types of bread. bread. In the, yeah, artisanal bread. That's the perfect way to describe it. In a, in a little little basket with some with some butter in there. Also, why is the bread at Outback Steakhouse so good? I don't know. It's that bread that they like. They start you off with, with like the whipped butter. And I'm like, what is this bread? <laughs> yeah, it's wizardry. Yeah, good old Outback Steakhouse. One of the uh, the best Aussie exports, would you say? Hell no. I went to one here and it's just, it made me disappointed. <laughs> I put on an American accent to make sure I didn't get clocked for Australian. 
I like the bloomin' onions they do there, but yeah, the steaks aren't anything to write they home about. They have a meal on the menu here, which is, which is steak. It's just steak, but it was called the kookaburra steak. What the <gasps> fuck does that mean? Anyway. You're laughing all the way to the toilet. Maybe that's oh, what boy. it means. I don't know. All right, that brings us to the end of that. We're going to jump into question number three, Miss Hart, and I'd like mm. to know what is or are your weird food habits? Well, when we're talking habits, is it just like things, like quirks or like... Yeah, it could be, could be like the way you, you eat a certain thing or the way you prepare something or maybe you eat something that's typically cooked but you like it raw. Like, we can have some fun with it. Okay, so I'll, well, I'll start this off by a very controversial <laughs> conversation. I know that I know that people have already been clocked for it before, but the meat pie. Mm-hmm. The meat okay, pie, I'd, the way to I'd eat the meat pie. I'd love to know how you eat your pie. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, (laughs) when it comes to a meat pie (laughs) when it comes to a meat pie lid goes off tomato sauce goes in you mix it about eat the lid and then you eat the pie okay so when you say you eat the lid and then you've got like a a pastry bowl and you're sort of chewing it like a normal pie but just without the lid yeah unless if i've got a fork maybe sometimes then i maybe will eat it like, like it's a bowl, like, and just eat the, like, meat center with the tomato sauce and then eat the pastry on its own. Interesting. Feeling you wild. Are, I think that might be the third person I've had discussions with on this show about I know it's how controversial. they eat their pies. Yeah. It's very controversial. So, I'm like, I know that mine's a little messed up. So, I thought I'd share that with the kind folks. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a, a pie eating group rising up at the moment as far as as far as the the way you consume your pie because there's a lot of people that do that like it's mm-hmm. you know I'm never going to ju- I'm not going to pie shame anybody I think uh, a pie is great no matter how you eat it but uh yeah you you're one of you one of many pies. it's growing I just realized I don't have meat pies over here and then when they do it it's terrible it's mm, terrible yeah. I just I want I want like the miscellaneous pasty, right? Well, no, they actually try to make real meat pie, like with actual bits of meat. I miss like the pigeon and miscellaneous meat ones, like the <laughs> four and twenty stuff. I miss that. Uh, what else do I have? Weird food habits. Uh, I like to eat lemons and limes. I don't know if, how weird that is, uh, but usually if it's like sliced up or if it's like you know there's some lemon or lime, I might like chomp on a lemon or lime. That's okay. one like I actually enjoy. Um, I, I hate peas. I don't know if that's a food habit, but I will avoid peas like plague. And if your, if your fried rice has peas in it, you lost me. That's a sin. And and a lot of fried rice has peas in it. No, no, it's not. (laughs) Well, a lot here in Australia does. It's not supposed to be. Um, so yeah, well, there you go. That's a, that's an absolute sin. I hate pumpkin. Absolutely hate pumpkin. Do you hate pumpkin pie? I have, well, have I tried it? Now I'm trying to think if I actually got forced to eat pumpkin pie, but I, I don't I don't think I like it. I don't like pumpkin pie. I hate sweet potato, even though like my Irish side tells me I love potato in general. I hate sweet potato. I used to, as a kid, eat banana sandwiches with sugar. I love that. I think they're still... Do- like, I haven't had one in years, but I used to eat I them as a kid was, too. And yeah, I think fantastic. it was of our generation. Like, someone must have planted that in the minds of us because I remember eating them quite religiously. Um, and then like the other thing that people find a bit weird is regardless of what's on my sandwich, I will butter the bread regardless. Mm-hmm. So if it's meat, I will butter the bread. If there's jam, butter the bread. So I know some people find that gross for some reason, but I've just always been trained to butter the bread. Honey, 
butter on the bread. What about peanut butter, which is already good at butter? I don't eat that shit because I hate peanuts. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I hate that's peanuts, right. which is kind of funny because like I always ask like, oh, is there peanuts in that? And then straight away people are like, oh, yes, you know, and then they're always concerned that I'm allergic to peanuts. <laughs> You're like, no, oh, I just hate them. I just hate them. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Get that shit away from me. So on the on the butter front, like I especially if if it's like a meat on set, like meat on the sandwich, and it's a warm meat, like I'll definitely put butter on it because it'll melt the butter a bit. Mm. But not cold, outside cold of meat. that, like jam and stuff, no way. It's just yes. jam straight on the bread, <laughs> peanut butter straight on the bread. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. And even like like my the the my token sandwich growing up, which was like the is it Devon ham, Devon the the the, the log of meat. I- I certainly don't think it's ham, but I know the old uh, the old log meat or the knob meat very well. Oh, good old knob meat. Um, we used to have that like every day at school, and it would be bread, butter, meat, tomato sauce, and then another slice of buttered bread as well. And I love that. But I remember a kid making fun of me because I had it. Like it was something that I ate. I loved it. Probably didn't yeah, smell nah. that. Every second kiddo had similar at my school, and uh, yeah, it was a bit of a rite of passage. I think the old. Uh, the old knob mystery meat like i think like like you could buy devon but then there was like ha- like a ham and chicken loaf that was like a pink color as well that, that sort of could oh, be yeah. substituted yeah yeah so you could have either or and then yeah a bit of tomato sauce on there but yeah oh, i'd still wouldn't so want good. butter because especially on a fresh like with a fresh sandwich with the, the cold meat like the butter sort of gets a bit sort of cakey by the time it gets around to lunchtime, the sort of butter's really stuck everything together and it's like... Exactly. No it's an adhesive. <laughs> adhesive. You're selling it to me. Any, any other any other weird food habits you want to share? I don't know because it's like when you ask this question, I'm kind of like, what is weird? Is like, you know, I thought having my fries in my like milkshake was weird, but now it turns out it's a whole thing over here. Like they do it all the time over here. So yeah, it's kind of like it's like what's 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 weird. I, I don't think I do anything necessarily odd apart from apparently putting butter on all my sandwiches. But yeah, that that's it. Like like may, maybe weird is too too strong a word. Maybe it's just like your unique food habits because yeah, like. Everyone eats and consumes things in their own way and it's still at the end of the day it's still getting eaten or maybe yeah it's something that they despise and they can't eat. So maybe weird's too too harsh a word. Maybe. But, uh, I don't like my food touching on my plate. That's a common one. That's a common no. one a lot of people have been saying. They don't like to sort of mix the proteins or yeah, yeah, your meat or your veg it likes to be almost like That's a clear divided line. That's why I hate shepherd's line. pie. Shepherd's pie and um Oh, is it goulash? So oh, one of yeah. Them, yeah, one of them really messes me up because it's just too many mixing of textures and stuff. It's What, what about like a big stew, like with meat and then there's like big it, chunks of veggie in there? Is that okay? It, as, as long as it's solid veggie, like, and I mean solid, like like, like a carrot's fine. But like when, when you start getting like bits that kind of flake off and then separate in there, no. Nah, it loses you. It loses me. Mm, God, I love a good stew as well. It's the best and worst part about this show is it makes, it makes me so hungry, but it also makes me think I need to try things that either I haven't tried before or something I haven't eaten in years. So uh, my laundry list just keeps growing with every episode I record, but I'm working my way through it. But uh, yeah, Miss Hart, that brings us to the last question. 
mm. of Bitecast. And the question is, what's your favorite food or dish? So if we were sitting at a table right now and you're looking down and, and the, the plate of this dream cuisine is right in front of you, what is it and why? It's a wood fire cheesy garlic pizza. Oh, yes. yes. I'm not surprised by this. We've had discussions <laughs> about this pizza on and off for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe elaborate a little bit on, on, on as to why. Okay, so first of all, I just I just love a cheesy garlic pizza, but it's also a really um great like like introduction to any pizza establishment. If a pizza place cannot nail a cheesy pizza or a cheesy garlic pizza, then they're no good. They just don't bother with them because if they can't nail that, then they just don't deserve the time to be honest. <laughs> um but it's such a simple food. It's a delicious food. Um Chances are also there's a really good chance that it's going to be classified as an entree, so you're going to get it for cheaper. <laughs> mm, wise so, words. So, um, but I just um, w- specifically wood fire as well. There's something about wood fire pizza that just like having it um, prepared that way it makes it just like just work very well. Like it's, it has a different taste to it. It's 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 a very different tasting pizza. Yeah, it's got like a rustic taste to it because you're getting that that wood and smoke sort of licking the licking the pizza base and. Those like the little black char marks you get on the on the crust, mm. and, and then some of the pieces of garlic at top are burnt, and oh, that's okay yeah. because when you bite into it, it's just like an impact of like garlic flavor. I'm like the worst person to hang around uh, because you best believe um, I may look like a vampire, but I definitely would be steering any away with the <laughs> intense smell of garlic. <laughs> but um, yeah, like cheesy garlic pizza, it's it's been a favorite. I have a few places that I can go to and like i can you know guarantee that i'm going to get a good one but like i said if you're trying to test out a place just ask for a cheesy pizza or a cheesy garlic pizza because it's going to be very telling on what to expect in the future it's very true like if they can't nail the staples what Mm -hmm. hope do they have is doing the the more designer pizzas and all the other offshoots on their menu but yeah good classic italian wood-fired pizza and yeah that's simpler the better i think so yeah that that garlic cheese and then like a good um diavola which is you know their their pepperoni equivalent you could say in the proper italian joints they're they're my usual go-to's like if, if you can't nail that or like a uh, margarita then yeah you're not doing a good job if you can't hit the classics and oh, pizza is just one of the greatest things ever invented and i'm it so really happy is. someone just said edible plates and we all agreed on it mm. yeah i i agree i voted unanimously on that one but um yeah i know i know your your broader pizza orders like you've mentioned some of the ones when you're ordering from you know the the fast food chains and stuff and it's always <laughs> like extra cheese extra cheese cheesy crust crust. oh my god (laughs) if you were a pizza place and you offer cheesy crust you you got me i i'm all yours i am a sucker for cheesy crust pay it's two dollars extra fucking load it up two dollars four dollars whatever you want i love (laughs) cheese here's my credit card number charge me what you think it's worth just do it yeah love cheesy crust pizza yeah pizza's just like thinking about it now I don't know if I know a single person that doesn't like pizza. Like, you know how some people are just like, oh, that's gross. Like, I don't think I've ever met a person that doesn't like pizza. (laughs) The people that can't do dairy, maybe allergic to it. Especially if they're they're with you when you're ordering. Like, (laughs) when you're just like, more cheese, more cheese in the crust (laughs) on the top. (laughs) By the way, there's a reason why I drink almond and (laughs) oat milk. But hey, when it comes to pizza, all bets are off. Good luck. That's it. 
The gift that keeps on giving. Leave that wheel of pecorino. Let me just shave it on top, please. Let's go. Also, pizza's like one of those things like when you burp or regurgitate it, it, t- it tastes fine the second way up. So, mm-hmm. second way down. And also one of those one of those foods that uh, reheat really well the next day. Oh, yeah. Like you, can, you can get some mileage out of a pizza. I don't know who needs to hear it, but pro tip, I know a lot of people reheating them um, either on in the oven or in the microwave. But if you've got a sandwich press, that is the best way to heat a pizza. Because it keeps it, it, it reheats it, but it also has that element of like, you know, kind of giving that crusty, like, you know, it solidifies the cheese and it also makes the crust on the bottom not soggy. It kind of stiffens it back up again. So if you got a sandwich press, that's the way. I don't have one. Uh, I love the idea though. I, I usually, um, if, I'm, if I'm not feeling very lazy and just, you know, a minute in the microwave, uh, I'll, I'll get the pan out and sort of chuck it in a pan, like with a, maybe fair. like a tiny little bit of olive oil or something as well just in there so it sort of like just on the not base with the, so just not with the through. amount of cheese that's on mine it's producing its own oil <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and it's and it's also just as good cold if you're maybe not with all that cheese it might be too thick to bite through cold cheesy it's everything it's fine it's totally okay <laughs> it's fine it's, it's fine, fine. <laughs> it's okay it is okay and just you can like eat it for breakfast episode. fine because it's a cheesy sandwich so you know you can yeah, have toasties fold it for in breakfast. half and then yep. it's a toasty. Yeah, exactly right. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Miss Hart, that brings us to the end of another Bitecast one-on-one episode. Thanks for joining me here in the kitchen and riffing with me on all things sweet and tasty. Thank you for having me. It's been delicious. Is there uh, anything you wanted to shout out or mention before we, uh, you know, turn the lights off here in the kitchen? Well, I do this podcast with this other brilliant person. Um, It's called the Hungry Gamers Podcast. So if you ever want to hear about pop culture, video games, and let's be honest, food as well, uh, (laughs) listen to the Hungry Gamers Podcast on 8bit.net. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're, uh, you know, working our way to 300 episodes, which Mm -hmm. is absolutely bananas. I uh, love bananas, especially banana sandwiches. As we with a little bit both. of sugar. Oh yes, I haven't had a banana. I, I want one. I've got bananas. Maybe I could have one for breakfast. Mm, I don't have any maybe. bananas. I got mm-hmm. spinach. That's what I. <laughs> I win this round. <laughs> but yeah, be sure to uh, rate, view, subscribe this podcast and all the other podcasts listen to on the regular. Give us those cheeky five stars if you can. Takes no time, costs no money, means the world to us. Helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts. If you want to get yourself some tasty merch, check out our official store at shop8bit.net. If you want to follow us on them socials, you can follow Ali at Miss Ali Hart. You can follow myself at Brendan8bit and you can follow us all at We8bits. But closing out this fantastic, delicious, decadent episode is an advert from 1993 created from stop motion utilizing claymation. I am talking about those legends that are Yogo. The kitchen is now closed, so please settle your tab, tip your waiter, and be safe. Much love and stay hungry. Play us out, Yogo. This ad was so ridiculous. You've got to keep this thing above 50. Barrett's got to blow! Wait for Barry. It's next. Barry, just listen to me, Barry. Barry. I'll get back to you, Barry. I'll get back to you, Barry. Hey, we've got to steer this thing, too. Oh, my lunch. <laughs> Chalky chips. <laughs> May I? Oh. Out of the way!
up. Got two bob. Hey, buddy. Is that vanilla? You want to buy a bit? <laughs> Seriously rough stuff.